biology of the body, okay? So just make sure you get that right, all right? Okay, so uh, we're going to start with prayer, as always, so let's begin with uh, Brother Jesus. Let's give it up for Brother Jesus. How are you doing today? Were you able to sleep a little bit more than yesterday? Oh, good. Me too. Did you enjoy that extra half an hour or so? I know that was only for the leader. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, let us begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Good morning, dear Lord Jesus Christ. We come here before you. We really believe that you are present in our midst in this room. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for your company. Thank you for being always there for me. Even in the midst of my struggles, of my difficulties, of the challenges that I face every day in my life, thank you for being all, always there for me as a true friend. I come before you this morning to place all the fruits of this retreat, of this weekend, how many things we have learned together, Lord. Now that I am about to go back home with my family, to my friends, to my school, help me to bring this love, these teachings that I have learned during these days, help me to bring them over there. Help me to bring it to each one of them, to everyone that I meet so I can be a true disciple of your love. And let us pray to our blessed mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Paul, Saint John Paul II. Pray for us. If you, if you pay attention today during Mass to the responsorial song, it's going to say, Praise the Lord who heals the brokenhearted. Okay? So this is a very providential, this is a very special song for each one of us today. Okay? We have been going through many things during these last days. So when we go out of those doors, before we go back home, we need to remember, we have, be, we have been healed during this weekend with God's grace. Many of you went to the Sacrament of Reconciliation yesterday night. That's huge. Because what, what does that sacrament do to you? He brings back your friendship with our Lord. That's the greatest gift that you can ever receive. Okay? So remember, even if you, when you arrived to this retreat, you felt broken, you felt sad, you felt empty, now you can go back home for sure with that healing that only Christ can give to you. So be brave, don't lose courage, and remember, bring all this what you have learned to your family, to your friends back home, okay? And a Father, and a Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. You know, we wear our hearts on our sleeve. 
We do. We really wear our hearts on our sleeve. And I know some of the leaders have these awesome t-shirts. They're literally wearing the word, you know, heart on their sleeves. But you will have an opportunity to order some shirts of your own uh, later today. We'll talk about that um, during lunchtime. You'll be able to see some of the leaders and sign up for uh, and pre-order some of your own shirts and stuff. But uh, we do wear our hearts on a sleeve. And yesterday, I, I shared with you a little story about how, uh, how old I was when I had my first kiss. How old was I? Jeez, you guys remember everything. Okay. All right. And how many girls did I date in high school? Zero. Okay. Jesus was my boyfriend. Okay. It was pretty cool. All right. So, you know, I, I, I tell you that story, but I don't think I was like a loser who just spent Friday nights watching TGIF or something all the time, every single Friday and Saturday. All right. So I actually went to uh, 29 date dances. Yeah. With 28 different ladies. All right, play up, pop the collar. <laughs> Not really, no, no, okay. But, uh, you know, as, as beautiful um, as they were, you know, the ladies looked at me like their brother, right? And I know that's one of the worst rejection lines you could ever have is, I love you like a brother. <laughs> I don't ever hear guys go, I love you like a sister, right? We don't say that, guys, because we know how much it sucks to be looked upon as a brother sometimes, right? But there's some truth to that. There's some truth to, we want to be called brothers and sisters. We want to be looked upon as brothers and sisters, more than just an object, more than just a person who I can lust after. All right, so I will tell you one story. One of the girls that I went to these uh, date dances with, her name was Rochelle. She was smoking hot, right? And every woman is smoking hot, by the way, so just as how guys talk. Every woman is smoking hot, but she was smoking hot because I liked her. I was attracted to her at the time. And it was a Valentine's Day dance, so like next Saturday is Valentine's Day, by the way, okay? So that's why we timed this retreat around this time frame. Not so you could find dates, by the way. Not so they, okay. So we went to this Valentine's Day dance, and uh, I had a Mustang in high school. It was a 2000 Mustang. It was so cool. I thought I was, dude, literally the guy, when I bought the car, he's like, you have a girlfriend? I'm like, no. He's like, you will after this car. It didn't work. The guy lied to me, though. It wasn't until I got a truck that I actually got a girlfriend. So anyway, yeah, go for trucks. All right, so uh, here's the deal. So I'm at this Valentine's Day dance with this girl, Rochelle, and I'm like, yeah, we're flirting, you know, we're getting our freak on a little bit. But, you know, dances, Valentine's Day dances are lame. Okay, so they're lame. So we left early. We went out to eat at Chevy's. Nothing like Chevy's after a day dance, okay? Right? I'm like flirting all night with this girl. I'm like, yes, I feel she's giving me the same vibes back and forth. She's totally reciprocating the feelings. This is awesome. All right? So I'm like, okay, after we leave Chevy's, I'm walking out to my car, and I'm like kind of like nudging her, you know, like, oh, I like you, but I don't want to be so vulnerable in front of you that I like you. You know how that goes, right? Yeah? So we get there, and I'm like, okay, well, it's only like 11 o'clock, Rochelle. Let's go, let's, go, let's go to Denny's or let's go do something else. She's like, she's like actually, um, do you mind if I call my boyfriend so that he could pick me up and take me? I was like, you have a boyfriend? A, I was like, dude, you were way flirting with me. I would not want to be your boyfriend if you're flirting with me this much tonight, okay? Second of all, I was like, you have a boyfriend? Uh, uh, I liked you, right? I was, I was so rejected and dejected that night. I felt terrible, okay? And you know, the truth is, is we all feel rejection. We all suffer rejection. Rejection comes in many shapes and sizes, all right? But there's one person who will not reject you, and that is our Lord Jesus Christ. You know why? Because he chose to be rejected. He didn't deserve it. He chose to be rejected so that you don't have to be. 
Even if, even if these people, your friends, your classmates, some crushes that you like reject you, Jesus will never reject you. He will never reject you, and that was proof, evidence last night. You poured out your heart in confession, and God restored you. He built you up. He didn't just clean you off. He put a brand new clothing on you. He put brand new protection, armor, shields. He filled you up with his grace. And we spent time here in, the blessed in front of the blessed sacrament, in front of Jesus, saying, thank you, Jesus, for making me who I am. Thank you, Jesus, for restoring my heart. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me life. Thank you, Jesus, for giving your life. So today I want us to really enter in. This is the last day, third day, day three. We're going to go home in a few hours, and I really want us just to continue to go deeper, continue to dive deeper, continue to open up your heart, and don't be afraid of rejection because Christ will not reject you. He will not. He will not reject you. He loves you. He'll run after you. He'll chase you down. He'll embrace you. He'll hug you. He'll kiss you, and he'll lift you up. He loves you unconditionally. And so let's pray in song, and I invite you to stand. In that spirit of worship, in that spirit of going deeper, um, I invite you as well into just expressing your hearts uh, with joy. If you're still in this, uh, perhaps in a decision point um, of making that choice, perhaps this could be your moment. Perhaps this could be the moment you can uh, fall into this worship and have a conversation with our Lord. In a couple of hours, we're going to be celebrating Mass with our, our family members, um, and they'll be, they'll be coming and joining us here together. And if, if some part in you um, could just let go of that embarrassing or that awkward feeling of just, uh, oh, my mom's around or my, my uncle or sister's here, I don't know if I want to be the same way as I've been this whole weekend with expressing myself through these songs in that same expressing relentless love that you've expressed into this weekend with our Lord, spending time with him one-on-one, -on -one, hearing the great messages uh, through your prayers, through your leaders, through your peers. This is, let that overflow. Let that make an impact in someone's life because you are here now as radiant lights. Amen. You, is, you are here as uh, a testimony of our Lord. Amen. So, let us just, in that same way, when they come, let's just hold that power and that love that God has blessed you with. Let's share it with everyone. Amen. Amen. And all the earth will shout your praise. And all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry. These bones will sing.
lift to our Lord. And all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry. These bones will sing. Great, great are you, Lord. As we reach to heaven and we sing, all the earth, even all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry. These bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. Out of love we reach to heaven and we sing. all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing.
the name that we worship we give praise to the victory that he's done in our lives if we at this time could just sit in his shower of graces as we proclaim in our own prayer in our own song to our Lord as we sing it through our hearts we sing sing Jesus Sing. 
Awesome, you guys can have a seat. Did you have an awesome night last night in adoration and confession? Yeah? Did God do some work in you guys? That's awesome. Very cool. We, um, Jackie and I love music. She's, she's obviously <clears throat> a little bit more talented vocally than, <clears throat> than maybe I am. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I still sound like when, when, when a young man hits puberty and his voice is doing this thing. So don't, you don't want to be in a car with me when I'm singing. Um, but we love music, and, and we're going to use some musical examples to really uh, review what we've been talking about and to let you know, like, God is singing this song all around you, and all of creation is echoing this out. We were, last year, Jackie and I went to the Imagine Dragons concert, and these guys put on a crazy show, and they're, like, dripping in sweat by the end of it, and, like, Radioactive is, like, a 12-minute long song because they're just, like, wailing on these percussions, and it's awesome. And we're, we're watching it, and this goes for any concert. If you were to mute it, you put, you put the volume on mute, and you're looking at everyone, and you got their hands in the air, people got their eyes closed, they're having these like big moments, and you could easily have put any of those songs Martin's been singing, any of these praise and worship songs in, because it looks like, bodily, these people are worshiping. If you've ever watched any, like a Coldplay concert, on YouTube, and they get to this like point and fix you, and all these girls are crying, and it's just like the super sad moment. But it's such this powerful moment because for a lot of people, if their faith is not feeding them, music is worship. This is how they're experiencing God in a profound way. We're blessed to know that it goes much deeper than that. It, must, it goes much deeper than the radio, and yet the radio can give us insight into real worship, into into where we are, our design, and where our, our destiny is. Yeah, um, you know, today, or this morning, um, this talk is called Countercultural. And that you guys have learned a lot of stuff this weekend, but really it's like, how are you going to apply this to your life, right? When you listen to songs on the radio, 
A lot of times we like the beat and we don't even know what you know they're saying. We're like, oh yes, this is a good song, this is a good song. Like, I want your ugly, I want your disease. I'm like, ew girl, no, I don't put it away, okay, for real. It's like, I don't want your ugly or your disease. But it's such like a catchy song that sometimes we listen to it and we don't even listen to the words. So my challenge to you, one way you can be countercultural is that you start listening to the words of the songs on the radio. Okay, start listening to the words and see what the, what, see what the song says and, and think to yourself, is this real love or is this lust? Is this real authentic love or is this lust? Now, let me tell you, different artists, some have great songs, okay? So for instance, Katy Perry is a great example. She can sing a song like unconditionally and that song is totally about God's love, like agape love, unconditional love, okay? But then you have another song by K Katy Perry and she's like, kiss me, kick a kiss me, and it's like the words are like, ew, gross, you know, or other songs like Teenage Dream, and you're listening to this, and then you have songs like by Rihanna, she's like, when the sun shines, I'll shine forever, told you I'll be here forever, said I'd always be your friend, took a note and we'll stick it out to the end, you know, this song is called Umbrella, and it's like about friendship, and then uh, you have, about rain, about rain, yeah, <laughs> and then you have some other songs by Rihanna that you're like, ooh, not so good, so my challenge to you is, Listen to words of songs that you hear on the radio and to yourself think, is this a good song that is fun and, and is, you know, maybe leads me to heaven or leads me to love? Or is this song gross? Is this song objectify women? Is this song about lust? Um, it was funny, on the radio, back to back, ironically, we heard Usher, which is as Usher. 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 Um, we heard his new song. And basically the whole song is about him. He's like, I don't mind. Like basically that his girlfriend is a stripper. And he's like, oh, and I don't, don't, I don't worry about other guys seeing you because I know I'll get you at home at night. And I was like, what? How do you not worry that your girlfriend is a stripper? Like, this is a problem. And then the next song, so he's like, yeah, do whatever, girl. Guys can see you naked, but as long as you're coming home to me. And I'm like, who wants that? And then the, right after came on Nick Jonas's Jealous. <laughs> I still get jealous. And I'm like, the two opposites. I'm like, hmm. Yes, like. One guy is okay with everyone seeing his naked girlfriend. The other guy's like, girl, I'm going to get jealous if a guy looks at you. You know, like, I'm going to punch you in the face. I mean, he doesn't say that, but, you know, so it's crazy. We were like, what um, is going on? So, and both of those songs are kind of the extreme, and there needs to be a middle, okay? There needs to be a middle, because virtue lies in the middle. So one is not, hey, I'm okay with you being naked front, and then one's not like, I'm going to be so jealous. You know, one is like, listen, I love you. You deserve better and we're dating, and you're not fully mine yet because we're not married, you know. So we, we um, want you to listen to the lyrics. That's one way you can be countercultural. So we're just going to do a review, just before we watch these videos, um, of what free, total, and faithful, and fruitful are. So I'm going to ask you guys um, what these are. So what does being free mean when you come into a marriage? What are, or this is a sign of love. So what's free? Just raise your hands. Yeah. Willing. Yeah. That's awesome. What else? Yes. No addictions. Great. What else? Are you going to say that too? Yeah. Yeah, voluntary. No one's like making you do it, okay? Um, I'm going to ask you a question. If I told Bobby that he needed to marry me, you're going to marry me, is that free? No, okay, because that's not love. And in fact, that's why there is a hell. Did you know that? Because God is love. A God of love would never force you to love him. That would not be love. That he basically, you would be robots if he didn't give you free will to reject him. Basically, the reason why we have a hell is because God says, I love you so much, I'm not going to force you to love me. You can choose to spend eternity without me. Or you can spend etern you know, choose to spend eternity with me. 
Because it's not love if I'm forcing someone to love me. You have to love me. You have to marry me. No, if I really love Bobby, I would say, you know what? If I'm not the girl that you want to marry, I want you to be happy with someone else. That's real love. Real love says, I want you to be happy even if it's not with me. Because I'm not going to force you because I want to love you. Okay, so free. Okay, total. What does total mean? Yeah, right here. Right, 100%. Totally, everything. What else? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, free and without reservation, and then total is everything. Awesome. What else? What else is total? Yeah. That's part of free. Yeah, no addiction, but yeah. All right, what is total? So 100%, which means if I just love Bobby for his mind, because he's so smart, which he really is, um, if I love him just for his mind, is that total? What does, it ha what does total mean? I have to love what? Everything, right? I love, to, I love his, his mind, his heart, his soul, his body, okay? That's being total. Free, total, faithful. What does faithful mean? What's faithful? Yeah. Yeah, there'll be only him. Till when? Till death do us part, okay? Faithfully. I'm going to love him till death do us part. You can listen to every other song on the radio is about a faithful love gone wrong. <laughs> or the entire album by Adele. Yeah, is about <laughs> pretty much. Love gone wrong. <laughs> love not being faithful, right? He could have had it all. Okay, um, what else? Okay, so anything else with faithful that you can think of? So free, total, faithful. The last one is fruitful. What does it mean to be fruitful? To love fruitfully. What does that mean? Yeah. You're open to life and having children. And, and, and especially when it comes to sex, sex, the purposes of sex, the two purposes of sex are babies and to bond the spouses, okay? If, if those, if you, when, you, when people have sex, if they are totally getting rid of the baby equation, it's funny, when people get pregnant, they're like, oh my gosh, something went wrong. I'm like, oh no, no, it went very right. <laughs> like you were doing the one thing that was supposed to create a baby, right? And so those are the two purposes of sex. So if, if people unite in sex, they, the whole purposes are to have babies and to bond. Now in other ways though, right, fruitfully means, even if we're not, so as an engaged couple, we weren't having sex, but our relationship was bearing fruit. Maybe not physically in children, but spiritually. Spiritually, we were trying to bear fruit by evangelizing, by having spiritual children, you know, winning souls for Christ. Okay, so free, total, faithful, fruitful. Now, if you have a pen and paper, which I hope a lot of you do, but I don't know if you guys do, you can even write on the back of your, I want you, we're going to listen to two songs, and you're going to see the lyrics, and maybe some of you never actually listened to the lyrics, and you're like, oh my gosh, I did not know what that actually said. So, I want you to write down free, total, faithful, and fruitful twice. Okay, so we're going to listen to two songs, and on the first song, we're going to ask you, what did you see? Was it free? Was it total, faithful, fruitful, or not? So you can write down the song lyrics, and you're like, oh, this is definitely free, or this is definitely not free, okay? I think they're going to hand out some paper. So raise your hand if you need a pen or paper. They're going to come around, and they have some paper and pens. Rumor has it, rumor has it, rumor has it, he's the one who's leaving the fold.
Bless your soul, you got the head in the cloud. And boy, I'm bringing it down. Raise your hand if you need paper or pencil or pen. Oh, wait, behind you. He's got his hand. Yeah. All right, so remember, write down free, total, faithful, fruitful twice for each one for each song. All right, let's start the first video. You guys probably all know this song, and you've heard it and probably maybe did not listen to the lyrics, so go ahead and play the first song. Basically, the rest of it, you've heard it. Okay. All right. So, is this song a song that represents the fullness of love, or is it lust? I mean, that was so clear. You guys all right, thank you. all thank know. You. Now, let me ask you, how many of you want a relationship like this? Nobody. Nobody wants a relationship like this. Okay. So, was the song free or not free? All right. Give me some examples. What, what was some um, parts? Yeah. Making me love you, right? Is that free? No. You're making me love you. Anything, what else do you see that's not free? Yes. He says, it's, it's, she's like saying it's more of an addiction, right? He can't stop. Again, if you can't stop doing something, what's it called? An addiction. And you're not free to love. If you're, if you're doing that. Okay, what else? Anyone else for free? Yeah. Got you stuck on my body like a tattoo. Now, let me tell you something very cool. You're, our bodies know, you guys. Even our bodies in biology 
Know that we were made for one person. When you are sexually active, not even just sex, but anything, when you are aroused in a relationship, you release a chemical called oxytocin. It's called the bonding chemical. And that actually this chemical is released when you get sexually aroused. It bonds you to this person. And actually, when we look at porn, we are being bonded to a computer. You know, porn is as addictive as heroin. And so when you're bonding yourself to a computer, no wonder it's so addictive. But oxytocin bonds you, and it's released. But here's what happens with oxytocin. It's supposed to bond you to somebody forever. But the more and more partners you have, oxytocin is kind of like when you, you know when you stick like duct tape on your arm, and the first time you pull it off, it hurts so bad, right? And then what about if you stick that piece of duct tape onto somebody else? What happens? It doesn't stick as well, right? This is what happens with oxytocin. The first person you, are really, you may have sex with, it bonds you a lot. And the more and more partners you have, there's less and less oxytocin released. So if you've had, you know, 10 partners before your spouse, unless you for a long time have been chased, and like God can definitely heal even your oxytocin, okay? But do you know oxytocin is eight times stronger in women than men? So that's why it's even more difficult for women. Women feel much more of a bond than even guys do. But you know why? It's because oxytocin is also released two other times in a woman's life. When she gives birth to a child, it bonds her to her baby. And when she breastfeeds, it bonds her to her child. I mean, our bodies are amazing, but even our bodies know chemically that we are meant to be with one person forever. Okay, good, so free. Um, was this song an, you know, an example of total? No, okay, why not? Tell me some examples of... Yeah, he was just using her physically. What else? Yeah. Yes, his heart said no, but his body said yes. Is this an example of chastity? Why? Because... Chastity is when your heart and body and your soul are working together. This song is saying, yeah, my heart is doing one thing and my body is doing another. All right, what else? Total. No. Someone, someone over here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right, what, yeah, back here? Yeah, one more night. What, what else, you guys, for total? Yeah. Okay, and why do you think that's an example of total? Right. Yes, so in the moment, obviously, you guys, that's why we like our sin. That's why we like sin is because we like it. It wouldn't be, we wouldn't sin if it weren't attractive, right? So he's saying, oh, in the moment it felt so good, but I woke up feeling guilty as hell. Right? In the moment it's satisfied, but afterwards, and that's what kind of is a beautiful thing about being a human being, remember, is like we know we're sinning in the moment. It feels good in the moment, but afterwards we're like, oh, I shouldn't have been doing that. Great, great example. What else for total? Okay, for me, I saw that he said, um, I stopped using my head. He's like, I stopped using my head. So what is he using? <laughs> his body. I mean, basically his body's dictating, dictating his actions, right? Okay, so free, total, faithful. Is this song an example of faithful? Why not? Yeah. Just one more night. Did he ever make vows to this woman? Is he committed to this woman? Okay, what else? What else did you guys see for faithful? I mean, I think that was pretty much the example. I just wanted to open up. All right, fruitful. Was this, is this song about fruitful? Okay, why not? A million babies. <laughs> yes, and did they have a million babies? No. He's like, that's a, I've never... 
A million times. That's a lot. Um, that'd take, take a couple years. <laughs> you, you sweet Adam Levine, you. <laughs> All right, so is this song, and anyone else want to say anything for Fruitful? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's more, of a, it's more of a tug of war you see happening than like walking together or running a race together. It's your, this combative relationship happening. Yeah, and true love, you guys, this is the model of true love. If you want to know what true love is, it's this. Yes, this is exactly what true love is, is, is a posture of I'm giving all of me to you. I'm giving myself to you fully, right? That's the posture of love. And this, this song was totally like this. Uh-uh. Like you, I, I'm addicted and I can't stop, but I need to, right? Okay. So this song, I hope none of you ever have a relationship like this. Please don't ever have a relationship. If you start noticing that your relationship with any guy or girl is not free, total, faithful, fruitful, get out of it, okay? So this next song we're going to show you, again, write down free, total, faithful, fruitful. Write down some lines to the song that um, kind of match up with those. And go ahead and play this song. Sub 
tame my flesh and fix my eyes a tethered mind freed from the lies and I'll kneel down wait for now I'll kneel down know my ground They say, I will wait like 16 times. Okay. <laughs> we, we get it, Mumford. We get it. <laughs> All right. So was this song an example of love or lust? Okay. So if it's love, then um, it was free. So what about it was free? What did he say? Raise your hands. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he'll wait. What else? Oh, awesome. She said, um, said he'll know his ground, and so he's not going to impose and, like, make her love him. He knows his ground. Awesome. Awesome. So that part, yeah, you forgave and I won't forget, meaning he had a past, right? And she, he's saying, you forgave me. He's like, and I'm not going to forget about that, right? Like, he's, he wants to love her. With everything. Awesome. Yeah. Freely. Yeah. Awesome. A tethered mind. He's saying at one point his mind was tethered. It couldn't, you know, he, whatever he was doing, it was tethered to that sin. And now he says, but now I've been freed from the lies. Awesome. Which allows him to, you know, love freely without addiction. Yeah. And that could be part of free and what else? Total. Yeah, it's, I think free and total sometimes are, they, they, they all overlap. But I think, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, is that free or total? But it's both, really. Okay, so free, anything, anyone else have anything for free? Okay, what about total? Yeah. Awesome. He's, yeah, she said, I will, he'll shake the excess from his life so he can totally give himself to her. Awesome. What else? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So this is part of the total. Like, he's going to use both his head and his heart, which in Adam Levine, in Maroon 5 song, he was saying the opposite, right? Whereas in this song, he's saying, I'm going to use my head alongside my heart. And that's the definition of chastity, right? To be integrated, to use everything. Anyone else for total? All right, what about faithful? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's part, that's free, total, and, and it's faithful, right? He's saying, I'm going to wait for you. There will be nobody else. Like, I'm not going to flirt with anybody else. I'm not going to, I'm going to wait for you. Um, anyone else for faithful? Yeah. 
all kneel down. And the ladies yesterday in the women's session learned what about kneeling? Guys, you, you didn't hear this. Yeah, you want to say it back then? Yeah, so guys, yesterday in the girls' session, Fulton Sheen, who was an archbishop in the 1950s, said, a woman's body is so sacred, and why is the woman the crown of creation? Because she can bear life. Guys, you can't get preggers. I'm sorry, okay? But a woman was last to be created because she is more complex and more beautiful than all of creation. Guys, that means you will never understand us, okay? Because we are the most complex creature in all of creation. But why? Because we can get pregnant. Now listen to this, guys. Listen closely. Fulton Sheen said, a woman when she is pregnant is a walking tabernacle of life, and in fact, she's so sacred, you could genuflect in front of her. Just like you genuflect in front of the tabernacle here, he says, a woman is like a walking tabernacle because she can bear life, just like the tabernacle holds Jesus, the bread of life. And guys, this is why you get on your knee to propose. It's because you're reverencing... Oh. Right. I know. You know why? Because you're reverencing the fact that woman is the crown of creation and that her, she is sacred and, her, and you're sacred as well. But that's why a guy gets on his knee. He's, he's kneeling in front of her saying, you are sacred and I want to give it all. Awesome. So that's faithful. Any other faithful that you guys saw? Okay. What about fruitful? This may be a little bit more difficult. Fruitful. And you guys see, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. She said, to be spiritually fruitful, he said, paint my spirit gold, right? And at the end, basically, he's like, what does he say? He says, raise my, right, raise my hands. You know, he says, bow my head, paint my spirit gold. I mean, what is this? It's worship. It's prayer. It's worship. He's basically, at that point, he's talking to God. And, and you can't have a fruitful relationship. Let me just tell you, you cannot have a fruitful relationship if God is not part of your life. And in fact, if God is not part of your relationship, it's going to be pretty difficult to have a free, total, faithful, fruitful relationship. Um, this, again, Jackie and I really met within the context of this amazing teaching. And we fell in love with the song when it was, you know, when they came out with it. And so I really felt like God was telling me I had to propose to this song. Whether or not that was a good idea, I did it anyway. And so at the Mumford and Sons concert Jackie and I were at, I waited for this song. And um, the last bridge where it says, so I'll kneel down and wait for now. That's when I got down on my knee. <laughs> so, of course, I was shaking and the carefully prepared speech, whatever I had in mind, was just like, oh, you're, you're really pretty. And... Um, <laughs> You know, I had, like, the row of people that were behind us were like, oh, crap, someone's proposing. Like, <laughs> she better say yes. <laughs> and Jackie, she's giving me this look like it's, it's disbelief. I think half because, oh, my gosh, he's proposing to me half. Oh, my gosh. Mumford and Sons. <laughs> Not a romantic date on the beach with dolphins shooting confetti and... You know, from their blowholes, yeah. yeah, and whatever else she had met, Mumford and Sons, and what, whatever it was happening, and um, yeah, it was the best concert ever, and um, it was, um, it it was uh, again this because that song, the song is so like this is this is what it is, and this is how it's really embodied, and and so just 
to be countercultural is to start being discerning in the movies I'm putting in myself, the music, and do I really want to live this out? Like, do I really want to live this out? This has been a really cool retreat. This has been great so far. Maybe you've encountered God in a profound way. But leaving here, and you're going to be bombarded with the message that it's not this free, total, faithful, fruitful. How do I, how am I going to live it out? Right. You, you basically, I, I asked all of you, do you want a relationship like the Maroon 5? And you guys all said no. But the world is constantly telling you, oh, sex is going to satisfy you. If you're not having sex in your relationship, you're totally boring and you're not going to be happy. Because what is the lie? The lie is that sex equals what? Happiness. Or sex equals love. And let me tell you, there's a difference between sex within marriage that is based on Christ and a sex with outside of marriage that is not based on Christ or that is not free, total, faithful, fruitful. In fact, I love this one speaker. She said, sex is like fire. Within a context, it is great. So for instance, sex within, the, you know, within a context is free, total, faithful, fruitful. So she says, fire within your living room fireplace is beautiful. It's nice to look at. It's, it warms your house, okay? Fire on your living room floor, not so good, okay? Fire on your living room floor is destructive. Now, it, she said sex is like fire. So sex within the context of marriage, where you've taken vows, free, total, faithful, fruitful, is beautiful. Again, sex outside of marriage can be destructive. You can get sexually transmitted diseases. You can get pregnant outside of, you know, wedlock, and, and we know the stories. There's is abortion and all this stuff. Sex outside of marriage. Um, we know anyone who has had sex outside of marriage, the emotional, again, if you're releasing oxytocin and you're bonding yourself to this person and then they break up with you, we know how painful that is, right? Um, and I kind of think to the extent of your physical relationship, the worse, the harder it is to be healed. You know, so if you just held, if you just held hands in a relationship... Is it going to be that destructive on you? You know, is it going to be that horribly? Now, it is still painful to be rejected, but let me tell you, if you're holding hands, it's not going to, that, bit, that breakup is not as big of a deal as if you gave your full self to that person. It's even more painful. Um, and, and so, again, sex inside of marriage is a foretaste of heaven. Sex outside of marriage can be a foretaste of hell because it, it's not beautiful and it's not good. And I think, if anything, from last night that adoration, maybe that reconciliation really is standing forward to you, is that God wants the best for you, that God wants to give you life and fully alive, and that this teaching and that to live a chaste life is not a bunch of no's, 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 and I have to sit in my room and be boring. It's a profound yes. It's a yes that the rest of the world doesn't recognize, but it's really man and woman fully alive. We're going to have some breakout sessions now. Um, Andrew's going to come up and explain to us. There's different topics depending on maybe what's on your heart, what you want to go deeper in. Um, and he'll set that up for us. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks, Bobby. Let's give it up for Jackie and Bobby.